The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. And we are kickstarting the weekend with Rory O'Neill. Stroke, panty bliss, depending on how you look at it. Given that I am currently looking at it, I assume it's, it's Rory O'Neill this morning, given that there's no wig Tis makeup. You, I get that question all the time. And what I usually say is, call it as you see it. That's a, a yeah. funny point. But here's the funny thing. I don't care what you call me when I'm out of drag. Like, half my friends call me panty just all the time. And that's absolutely cool. It's also sort of a gay thing, you know, girl, whatever. But <laughs> but if I just spent three hours getting ready, creating the fight, the effing illusion. <laughs> and and, and I call and I, you Rory in that yeah, context. and then you shout across the bar, oh, you're Rory. I'm like, oh, God's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> Can I talk to you a little bit about that illusion? Because I have seen you interviewed about your early uh, drag and performance um, career. And some of it was, I, 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 the, the only term that applies is risque, but it is insufficient <laughs> to cover some of what the performance included. Yeah, yeah. Now, you've gone from there to a position where drag performing is now ultra mainstream, like big American yeah. networks making huge money yeah. out of, out of programmes relating to uh, drag performing. Does that suck the fun out of it? Um, d- slightly. Like, uh, it's something that I've struggled with over the last few years. You know, I got into drag because it was you know, inherently punk, you know, it's sort of two fingers to everybody and everything. And, you know, I got into it in the, when I was a student in the 80s, like being gay in this country was literally a crime. Um, so, you know, drag was underground and fringe and, you know, confronting and discombobulating and, you know, angry in a way and all of that. And also stupid fun. Um, and then fast forward 30 years and... It's somewhat defanged and commodified and commercialized and televised. And, you know, and then I struggle a bit with that. I mean, obviously, I'm. But the flip side is, is a wonderful thing in that the, the acceptance is there in a way that there wasn't, even if it is somewhat defanged. Um, yes and no. Mo- mostly, mostly yes. No, mostly yes. Um, but sometimes, you know, you know I, I don't want to be that defanged, you know? <laughs> so it, it's like a weird one for me. Like, I sometimes wonder, can I still be, you know, a punk, uh, you know, confronting drag queen and be on the cover of the RTE guys. Like, it's a kind of a weird <laughs> place to be and not one I ever expected. Like, like when I got into drag, you, nobody got into drag thinking it was a career. Like, nobody. You did it because it was stupid fun and you got free drinks for doing it. Um, you know, and, and I, I probably spent like 20 years thinking, oh, eventually I'm going to have to get a real job. You know, and then eventually I just accepted, that, well, actually, this is my real job. Whereas now, you know, our kids get into it thinking, oh, I want to be rich and famous. You know, it's do like they, such, they genuinely yes, serve as a yes. career? I will do drag as a career. Absolutely, they do. Hundreds of them. You know, the RuPaul's Drag Race thing has just transformed everything. Yeah. So going to that punk element, what's, what does an average weekend look like for Rory Stroke Panty? Do you say, how can I upend the system <laughs> this afternoon? <laughs> it, it, you know, it was never that conscious, but there was a bit of that about it. I mean, obviously now I'm 53 and, you know, I, you know I, I'm too old to be throwing myself around a nightclub at 4 a.m. So I've sort of given up most of that. Which is why I moved, kind of started moving into the theatre, you know, a few, whatever, 15 years ago, whatever it was. Because um, I figured you know, that I can continue doing. And also, as much fun as throwing yourself around a nightclub at 3am is, um, you know, there's only so much you can do in that context. And after 20 years of it, you think, right, right, I, you know, I've yes, sort of The well may be up. dry. Yeah. yeah. And so... Um, <laughs> and this goes back to where we started. You've tried everything, it has yeah, to be said, in that yeah, context. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The uh, return to the stage. You're going to be back in the Abbey, aren't you? 
I am. Well, on the peacock stage, but yes, in under the roof of the Abbey Theatre, darling. Yeah. And this is this, of course, that the the you you did that phenomenal check yourself speech uh, yeah. on the same stage was the Peacock stage or Abbey stage? No, that was on the Abbey stage. But I, I've done my own one woman show in on in the Peacock before, so I'm going back to the Peacock in a way. Yeah. Is there a lot of pressure given the impact that that had? Do you find yourself saying I better do something seminal? <laughs> um, I mean, a, a hint sometimes at that. I think um, your people used to come to me show you know, expecting just to have a wild, stupid, fun time, um, which is what I still hope that they have. But but now, you know, you also get people who are coming, you know, hoping to, you know, have meaning of life revealed to them and, you know, leave with some very important advice, sage advice. No better man. Like, no, 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 don't come with those expectations. <laughs> if that happens by accident while you're there, great. But if you want a major, stunning philosophical insight into your life and the meaning of all life, you can get it uh, through If These Wigs Could Talk, which is going to be on November. Uh, Abbeytheatre.ie for tickets. Well, hang on, can I just say that it's a of kind of a double bill with Tara Flynn. So Tara Flynn has a show called Haunted and mine is If These Wigs Could Talk and you can, if you want, buy a ticket individually for a book. But you can buy a cheap ticket for to go to both of them as a double bill and spend your whole night under the roof of the Abbey Theatre having your, you know, your feelings moved and <laughs> and but lo- loads of laughs and all of that, you know. Rory, always a great pleasure. Thank you very that much for coming. That was the best PR I've ever done for this show. That was absolutely <laughs> terrible. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.